this flyover clip. I, I liken some of this to a little bit of the theater of, of wrestling, you know, of like WWF, like, like the promoters just want butts in the seats, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, maybe I don't know the names. I've just heard them, but you know, I've never been to a wrestling thing, but you have a guy like Hulk Hogan or the grave digger, you know, or whoever these, I'm probably dating myself. You're like, Those are different eras. You <laughs> idiot. Uh, but, but, you know, there's kind of the villain and the good guy, you know, and they come out and one of them talks a lot of trash. And yeah. then somebody comes out, you said that about my mother and whatever. And, but there's always a back and forth. Somebody will win and there's a good guy. And then it builds up for the next WWE 27 or whatever the next thing is or whatever. Um, but it's it's theater to engage everybody because there has to be a good and a bad and a villain. And politics sort of plays on that nature that we have of if you're just in a hotel room flipping channels, it could be some sport you don't even follow. And it's just on and you kind of start pulling maybe for somebody's behind a little bit. Or there's two teams on the field. You just kind of are for one and they kind of play on that part of our of our nature you know in a, in a way that distracts us from what's really going on mm-hmm. how many use the term useful idiot in that process how how big is the actual intentionality of creating that in america in the media you got the political system how much how, the education system how much of that is intentional knowingly we're part of this 100 year plan and how much of it's just useful idiots of like, well, I'm I'm on this team because it seems to be the one that has the most punch or they they create a victim class that I associate with. And, well, I'm for the little guy, so I'm going to be, you know, this. How, how, how would you divide that up as far as the problem goes? I would say that at the level of the social engineers, the, you know, the, the, the power brokers, right? Mm-hmm. It's 100% intentional. Like they know exactly what they're doing. They're following a playbook. And part of that playbook though, is that at the level of the common person, it's completely unintentional. And that's how it's designed because they don't, they don't want people to realize the truth about these things, right? They, they want them to believe in these lies, but it's like at the, at the very high levels, it's, it's like you and I playing chess and saying, okay, well, I'm going to move this, you know, this rook goes here, my pawn goes here, the the queen goes over here. They're laying this out. They, they, the, the ability that these people have, and, and getting it, we can go to get into who these people are, but you know, the CCP, the the communists, the globalists, the Klaus Schwabs, the you know, the, the European bankers, there's a whole collective of the, the bad guys, right? Mm-hmm. The Which ability, they're the power players that you're talking about. Yes, okay. and, and the, the ability they have to control a society is mind-blowing. Right. The one thing they don't have control of is fundamentally is our souls and our free will. That's the, the greatest threat. That's what okay. God gave us. Right. But their like their, their ability to, to socially engineer events in society is just it's astounding. I mean, even looking at how they can use social media. I mean, even a hundred years ago, they could control society. Mm-hmm. But where things are at now, it's through subtle things on social media. Or through the the, the 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 you know media you're seeing on the TV, so it's it's education system edu- everything. Well, let's just yeah. let's just point out one example like libs of TikTok, a Twitter feed, like that is a, a, a Twitter feed that's just exposing TikTok videos of primarily it seems like mostly people in the education system, but it mm-hmm. you know um, how how connected is the third grade teacher that's promoting a trans agenda in her classroom every day on her students, how connected is that to like the overthrow of, of yeah. capitalism in America? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like that, that teacher probably wakes up in the morning and says, 
I am doing my part to help this marginalized class. Yeah. Probably I'm, more because of the, what she received or he received in college yeah. than anything else, right? I mean, they're probably just the programming they received there, kind of like a social justice warrior that now decided to become a teacher that now I've got this group of people that I can now influence. Yeah. Because if you look at that lips of TikTok feed for very long, some of them are kind of funny. You're like, oh, look at this nut. But then you're like, wow, this this is pretty arrogant out in the open. Mm-hmm. They're they're celebrating this ideology with no no sense of shame. This is like clearly promoting, hey, we're going to indoctrinate these children, and we don't want them to tell their parents. Mm-hmm. It's all that kind of thing, which would have maybe happened in the past, but have been hidden. Now they advertise it, so you're like, mm-hmm. it's a discouraging a little bit. Like, wow, this mm-hmm. train is way far from the station. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say that. The saying I heard growing up a lot, and it's clicked, the road to hell is paid in good intentions, right? Mm. Is this is part of the mastery of the social engineers is that they can get someone to push forward their agenda while believing they're doing the highest virtue. Like that's the ultimate way of of destabilizing and controlling a society is that if you can convince people that good is bad and bad is good. Because I think in general, humans... We we inherently want to have social approval. We want to feel like we're doing something good. My feeling something like good is fighting communism. Well, they're feeling like something is good is pushing for the trans agenda, mm-hmm. right? They might have the same emotional feeling about their mission yeah. that I have about my mission, sure, right? Um, I hope I haven't been duped, and, right. and I hope I'm not being manipulated. Yeah. Put down. I hope I'm not a useful idiot. I don't think yeah. I am, right? But that that's the key. Though. That's why it's the useful idiots is because now I think that there are some teachers I've seen some that they've got sickle and hammer tattoos and you know, they mm-hmm. they truly are communists and they want to overthrow yeah. the, mm-hmm. the government. They want to bring in a communist system. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and those people I think are maybe some of them are more aware of the overall bigger picture agenda. They don't usually lead in with that though. No, right? it's, no. it's still blend in. No. Mm-hmm. So, but I think that for a lot of them though, they they're actually, and this is, this is what, when I take a step back and I try to have compassion for people, I try to realize they've been, they've been duped, right? Cause these people have been duped. They've been manipulated by the masters of manipulation. Mm-hmm. Like, thank God I got out of it. Thank mm-hmm. God that I was able to see through it at a certain point in my life mm-hmm. and pull myself out of it because it's like, it, it's really easy for the people that are red pilled and mm-hmm. oh, I'm awake and, and I know the truth to feel judgmental or to feel yeah. like that everyone else is, yeah. those are the normies, those are the sheep, you know, those are the sheeple. And, and I think that's a very, that can be a very dangerous place because that could, it's like, that could have been you. Like you could have sure. been a, a strong sure. liberal. You could have been one that, that was marching for women's rights. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And through, through your good intentions, but they've just, but they've been manipulated because it's really, it's the great deceiver behind this. It's Satan. Yeah. Right. And so I think that, that that's part of it. You trace that org chart up. That's kind of where you, end, exactly. where you end up. Yeah. We used to do a lot of classes on like a conflict resolution inside of like organizational structures. And, you know, one expression I'd use with people there is we, we judge ourselves based on our intentions. You know, I'll judge you, baby, based on the, the, the fruit that you create. Mm-hmm. You know, so if, I, if I'm late, it's like, well, hey, you know, I, I judge myself. I intended to be there on time. I, you know, like I judge myself based on my intentions. 
Everybody does. Everybody judges themselves based on their intentions. Uh, if you ever read uh, Dale Carnegie's book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, yeah. there's this great examples there of uh, Al Capone and many others, machine gun crawling. Mass murderers. You know, uh, uh, machine gun. good intentions. Yeah, yeah the, 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 good like this, this guy, he, he killed like 11 cops and he's hidden up in this building and he's, you know, with machine guns and there's broken glass around him. He'd taken a couple of hits and he, and he left a note before he bled out. And, 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 and he book. says, you know, beneath this jacket is a, is, is a heart of a kind soul that would never harm anyone. Yeah, really. Like, like what? in his last, the, the point of that chapter is you're rarely going to get very far just criticizing somebody and pointing out yeah. their flaw. Mm-hmm. If, if a guy that just killed all these people and it made his living robbing banks and doing bad things, if his final judgment on himself was, I have a kind heart. I never meant to harm a soul. <laughs> yeah. You know, while he's bleeding out with dead cops outside the building, it's like, we're probably not going to gain a lot of ground by pointing out uh, such a great somebody point. else's mm-hmm. misguided intentions. Mm-hmm. No, that's a good point. It's mm-hmm. a good point. And, that, and that's and this is the challenging part with this is that it's like, well, take a, take a step back. And this is why I, I love getting into these kinds of conversations and not having a time limit. Right. And in certain interviews I do that I just, I love because it gets into this, like, this is where I want to go in a discussion. It's mm-hmm. like, where are we? How do we get through this? Yeah. And and I, and I really believe without getting, you know, I, I, without getting too detailed into, you know, kind of into like the exact, you know, figures of understanding where we're at, I I do believe that we're at some period of a final battle of good and evil that's playing out, right? And that, that we're at a time in history where what we're seeing is, is not just flesh and blood, right? Mm-hmm. Like we, we battle not against flesh and blood. It's so... I think that what's what's really happening though with this is that you know if, if you look at communism, well, communism is not communism. Like communism is just an extension of Satan. That's how I look at it. Okay. Right. And all these different things that we're fighting up against. So earlier on I talked about how when I realized that it was actually communism behind all of these things, I, I discovered that truth. I was able to see through so much, like mm-hmm. almost instantly to, yeah. to understand like, oh, that's how you frame it. But I think that I, I've really, even since then, further taken a step back and said, "Well, this is a this is a battle of good and evil." Mm. And you know, in communism, so if you go back into uh, you know the history of communism, you go back into Marx and even you know, Darwin and all these different things. You know, Marx was a Satanist. Like this guy was possessed. Mm-hmm. Like he was he was actually a Christian before, right? People don't know. I think mm-hmm. his father. I forget his family relationships, but you know, he was. Some people say, "Oh, you know, he was Jewish," but he was actually a Christian at some part of his life. But then he turned against God, and he, and he decided that he wanted to wage a war on God. So if you read some of Marx's earlier, like his poetry and everything, he literally talks about like waging a war on God and plunging a, a blood black saber into into the soul of our world. Wow! And so I mean that was wow. really so. Uh, what I really think is that. You know, and you can even go back and say, okay, well, Marx was, he was also funded and that you had these banking families and that gets into a whole different, you know, getting into the Kazarians. That's a whole other different kind of topic that I don't usually get into very much, right? But, you know, fundamentally though, even though Marx was kind of kicked off as part of an overall agenda, like I really believe that Marx was just one of the keys in Satan's game, mm-hmm. right? Of Satan's game of, of chess to, mm-hmm. to win over the world. And so if you look at Marxism and how that spread, and how that branches into a lot of what we're seeing now. And I think even a lot of the, the Satanism and you know, what we're seeing in Hollywood, it's like they go hand in hand. It's mm. almost like communism is Satan's political branch, mm. right? And so it's like if that's, yeah. that's really what it is. It's like if Satan was running, mm-hmm. he'd be running communist, right? Yeah. And so 
that's how I look at a lot of this. And it's like, so if my neighbor, for instance, is say they're, they they have a communist leaning towards them. I'm looking at and saying, I got to figure out how to get the devil out of them. Mm. Right. Because like, I don't want their soul to perish. Like they, cause they've been deceived. They've been deceived. Even if it's just that, say the, the gateway drug of it, of, of look at all the poor people and look at, you know, look at freaking, uh, Amazon guy, Bill Gates. These people, the rich just have too much money. Yeah. And if this was like, like that's kind of what I consider sort of the gateway drug Mm -hmm. of, of communism is looking at the disparity, you know, of things. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's, that's a good intention. Mm -hmm. Like nobody looks at, at, at poor poverty or homeless and thinks good. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you should you should have tried harder in school. Yeah. You know, I mean, you look at it and think, oh, that there's a, there's something broken either in the system or in their life. How can we help mm-hmm. fix that? Are you having a hard time sleeping at night, thinking, what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how in 1920, if you had a twenty dollar bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. Wow. You could buy the, the jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. Today, that $20 bill, what's it going to get you? Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a <laughs> handkerchief, but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's going to keep you safe. And we know a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com, fill out your information for your free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go, you know the you know the thing. We will shut you down, we will cite you, and if we need to, we will arrest you and we will take you to jail. Period. I wasn't thinking of the Bill of Rights when we did this. But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. God actually spoke to me. He spoke about sacredness. He said to me, Kim, what I place in many, many people is sacred. And if anybody touches what is sacred to me, then it is the end for them. So what I've done in the United States of America is sacred. And there are people on every side that are trying to destroy what I deem sacred. And it's not going to happen. This is the definition of criminal conspiracy, racketeering, and collusion. This is not a theory. This is evidence. Because I have upheld this country to spread a light to the rest of the world. This reawakened tour is literally 
what it means. It has reawakened the American heart. That's Freedom Train. The Freedom! Freedom Train. We got that event coming up here in May, and I we're know, excited. I know, it's going to be at the Trump Doral, and what a perfect location. It is absolutely beautiful. But we're going to have the cast of crews around President Trump. Yeah. You're going to have Peter Navarro. You're going to have Devin Nunes. You're going to have Eric Trump. You're going to have Laura Trump. You're going to have Clay Clark. These people that surround him, that talk to him regularly, are going to be there, and you're going to have an opportunity to meet them. And we're going to have such a great time. It is May Very the 12th time. and the 13th, and it's not too late. You can still get tickets. All you have to do is text 918 851 0102 text the word flyover and then they'll let you know hey this is the next step but it also gets you a discount when you do that for more great content go to flyoverconservatives.com